I'm a nuisance. Yeah. Yeah. You frequently are. Thanks. Yeah. It's good stuff. The, uh, when do these usually go up? What, the, the episodes? Yeah. The, the tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I Should... won't have it up by tomorrow. Alright, let's not discuss that. There's yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Maybe the week after. Yeah. The Curse of Beard forever interweaved within the plot. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So how you guys doing? Better than you. Yeah. Today was just a dumb day. Yeah. I'm surrounded by incompetence on it's a true. regular basis. Then, I mean, this podcast is evidence enough. <laughs> yeah. The only one who knows what he's doing around here is Fabio. And... Hmm. Yeah, where is he? <laughs> Roller coasters, probably. Ah, oh, there you go. Well, would... Six Flags. <laughs> that's that's yeah, where he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, He frequently loves roller coasters. Despite that one incident, he never let it, like, never let it uh, uh, get to him. I think he just wants a repeat. Mm. Round two? You know, just try and reclaim that former glory, because let's be honest, when was the last time you heard of Fabio ever since the goose thing? Yeah. Maybe he's trapped on that roller coaster. He could be. See, him, when, when the bird hit him, their souls swapped bodies, and uh, yeah, Fabio has been dead for years. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. What, what a stand. <laughs> yeah, and made by a goose as well. <laughs> That goose was a stand user. Now he has Fabio's body. Powerful. Yeah. Powerful boy. I am super excited. I don't know how Tyler found that, but the fucking Jojo Rabbit thing. I don't even care. This is a movie. Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi's doing it. The guy responsible for Thor Ragnarok, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Like yeah. He's hilarious. I love the guy. Amazing director. Funny actor. Great writer. Accidentally doing a Jojo movie. Accidentally doing a Jojo movie. Nice. It is a World War II movie where the main character, named Jojo, uh, Jojo Rabbit, like his middle name is quote-unquote, or his nickname is Rabbit, mm-hmm. uh, he has an imaginary friend, his stand, which yeah. is Hitler, <laughs> played by Taika Waititi. Oh, no, no. That's one hell of a stand. Right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I also just got up with the uh, Golden Wind anime, and they usually do... Um, little stings at the end of the uh, the entire thing, yeah. uh, where the OP is interrupted by the main villain, and uh, oh boy, it's kind of underwhelming. But like, it's so in character for the main bad just to interrupt and use his power. I don't know if you're further into it. Yet. I'm not. I, I, okay. It's been a I won't spoil anything, but it's <laughs> as fantastic as everyone else, Perfect. because you know Dio stopped the song and just kind of fucked about a little bit, and throughout the entire OP you'd get these impacts on the screen, and you're like, what the fuck are those? Mm-hmm. But when we finally get to the final OP, it's Dio stopping time in the middle of the song to punch the screen. Because nice. he's such a dick. <laughs> uh, and then at the end, when we were like, oh, so those look like, you know, the world's arms. Is it just like, inter- like is it just JoJo being JoJo? But no. Uh, literally stops time. Dio's just walking downstairs to like, yeah, no, this is this is what's gonna happen. This is my power, blah blah blah, blah and just real cocky shit. Yeah. Uh, Kira stopped the song and reversed it back to the beginning of the song as Perfect. soon as the song <laughs> ended. And in this one, uh, the spoilers, because Devin hasn't gotten there yet. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I've already been spoiled on a whole bunch of JoJo shit anyway. That's okay. Spin. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> to be fair, the spin thing is just. That it's kind of just the focal point of the entire thing. Like, that's his secret power is that Zeppelin... Zeppelini? Yeah. Zeppelli. There we go. There we go. Uh, Zeppelli is uh, Italian, 
and she is in a family line of executioners that use the spean in order to murder, like to execute. And then Jojo, uh, Joseph in that one, Joseph Jonathan, well, Jojo in that one was like, holy fuck, you know the spin? Those made my legs move a little bit. I want to go there. And then he learns that that's his, that's his arc is that I'm going to learn the spin and win this race. Okay. Because it's all about a horse race across America. Yeah. The fight Silver Jesus. ball run or something. Okay. Yeah. The steel ball run. Steel ball run. That's what it is. Weird. Silver ball. I'm thinking of arcades. I'm really excited for part six. Uh, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do for an OP. But, like, there's already tons of fan-made shit for it. Perfect. Yeah. Now, I um, hope I, I hope that they just keep making live-action movies of parts that aren't actually complete. Because this doesn't go all the way through. I know, because it, it says JoJo arc, like, part four, but I think it's, like, first half of the arc in the live-action thing. I want to see in live-action film Bites the Dust. I don't even want them to finish this. I want them to just start part five halfway through. And then, like, cause like, it would be perfectly JoJo for them to make a, like, a live action thing that doesn't make any fucking logical sense timeline-wise at I all. I think what would be for the best for them, um, what would be very interesting for me, is that they actually just make live action movies, and they're gonna be bad. We're expecting this to be bad. Yeah. Uh, all the parts that actually have like plot that isn't shown in Bad Guy of the Week, hmm. because a lot of JoJo is Bad Guy of the Week, yeah. but past Part Three, Stardust Crusaders, which is what a lot of people like, just because it was legitimately like, oh, here's JoJo as a shonen anime, not as here's JoJo as a ridiculous fucking little adventure, as bizarre adventure as yes. part. Yeah, yeah, you get it, yeah. Um, and then they actually had a storyline right after that. Like, they decided, okay, we can't really go past this guy can stop time and he'll keep stopping time until someone stops time while he stops time. Yeah. That's how they beat him, obviously. <laughs> um, so we're going to need to actually, like, write a plot so that our bad guys have context now. <laughs> Fair. No, it's completely enjoyable for completely different reasons and I want a live action version of every single arc because my god it would I be just want to see so dumb I, I want to see live action Giorno's hair oh that would be beautiful and I also want to see someone wearing so Fugo's good. suit Fugo has a suit and he's pretty much the most well dressed portion of that gang actually no I think a few other ones regardless uh, <laughs> his suit is literally just a plain old like yellow suit Yellow, by the way. Uh, full of holes. Like, someone took scissors to it, and then that's his fashion statement. Everyone else has, like, oh, have these weird Italian, like, fashion things, and then I have a suit full of holes. I don't know, man. Bruno's zipper boy is pretty, pretty okay, good. At the very least, Bruno's zipper suit is, at the very least, thematic. Yeah. That's that's why I give points to Bruno. Bruno's it it makes a... absolutely no sense that his outfit is, if, if he didn't have zipper powers, outfitted with zippers head to toe. But damn, is it not a statement. So, you know the old, like, weird animation thing they would do where they would, as they're animating the cells, instead of coloring the character, it just goes through onto a static, bizarre colored background? Yeah. And it's like, when they move around, you're like, oh, that kind of hurts my head. So, Moon Prison Power transformation sort of thing, right? I don't know what that is. Sailor Moon, when they transform, there's just the outline of oh, the crazy background? Yes. Yeah, basically that. Yeah. Um, although you can tell it's like incredibly bad and different, like SpongeBob level of that ain't right. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like that style. Where like you see like an actual hand drawn background that they animate on top of, but then there's just like 
a psychedelic painting in the corner, and you can tell it's just like they got a window screensaver, <laughs> and they're just playing it in the background, and went to that Photoshop layer and just erased it so that this thing's happening. Anyway, that but as uh, someone's suit in JoJo. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that probably. Just you being... can do it in the anime. I don't know how you can do that through the manga. That would be somebody's stand, and somehow it would be lethal. Yeah. I just I don't know how, but it would turn yourself into like the psychedelic thing, and you, I don't know I don't know what you would call it. You could I don't know maybe maybe the color is just maybe it's like or the, you can uh, go inside it. That's the trick. He's got a point. Oh dear. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We figured just, it out. <laughs> we're, just making, we're, we're just making up stance now. <laughs> it's not like that's not what the author does. Oh boy. Ew. And then, then then he forgets completely what the fucking stands do partway through. Yeah. Yeah. He the amount. Of stands that just get reworked. Like, I'm pretty sure uh, Jolene's stand just gets reiterated over and over again, so it gets incrementally better just because her stand is not actually, like, fully punch ghost. The worst is higher fan green, though. Oh, my lord. That's, yeah, that was the, the worst. <laughs> Alright, so he paints, and alright, that's cool. Yeah. Alright, that's that's fair. Oh, he, he literally just now is string and throwing diamonds at people. Emeralds, sorry. Yeah, emerald splash. He, no one he, can block the Emerald he Flash. He paints a horrible picture of Jojo, yeah. and then if he paints a cut on him, it happens on Jojo. Holy shit. That seems like a really powerful stand. You paint a picture of somebody, slice their neck, they're dead. That's the only time you ever see that. Yeah. Then, because he has a slash on his leg, he's like, I gotta go to the doctor. Like, go to the school nurse, right? Oh, school nurse is a fucking puppet, because he just stuck his stand inside of her and is wearing her like a fucking suit. Yeah. And is gonna try and murder him. Did you ever see him puppet anything again? No. No. Yeah, that's because he's a good, and then good he, guy. He doesn't want to lacerate people with paintings and take control of people. His stand is theater. And, I mean, but like, then he's then he's long stand, right? Then yeah. he's just long stand. But then he breaks progressively less long as time goes on yeah. until finally the end of it, where it's like, all right, he was kind of long again, but now he mostly just splash shit. So, See, oh, go for it. I was gonna say he improved the formula at the very least because when a stand changes dramatically, he calls it. Act two or requiem or uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. In, in part four sort of remix or they smash like names together like when Star Platinum learned how to stop time it was Star Platinum's the Zabarudo, world yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or fucking another one bites the dust slapped on Killer Queen which also had fucking what yeah, was it? Killer Queen hot. slapped on it yeah, yeah it, it was Killer Queen sheer heard attack sheer heard and attack. bites the dust yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's when you get like oh it's the arts and crafts hot pocket remix oh, yeah. Uh, fucking turbo uh, edition right like yeah. that's what happens in this so like yeah. at least Koichi's made sense act one act two act three yeah kind of at least that's sequential right we don't have well like it subtly upgraded like yeah. it was oh you slap words on things and then that just kind of happened like if you slap an onomatopoeia the onomatopoeia happened and then you act two is you slap properties on stuff and they changed into the property that you slapped on and then act three three sounds kind of like freeze so it makes things heavy that's literally it. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. it's slightly reminiscent of the word freeze, and therefore when he punches things, they just get really heavy. Although really cute, I uh, saw a comment on uh, Reddit that was like, well, it's the it's the sound of words, it's the effect of words, it's the weight of your words type of thing. Like, I think that yeah, is kind of cute and clever, <laughs> but it's a very large stretch for a Rocky. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Too much of a stretch, one might say. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, it, it might have been unintended. So, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed... The, yeah, that that's right. That, yeah. <laughs> that lives down there now. No, it's inside. No, it's, it's mine now. <laughs> um, Hold on, I'll just be uh, 
down here for a hot second. Yeah, so I got into, when it was just a manga, Madaka Box. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, the central premise was this girl is just good at everything she does, uh, no matter what, and it's ridiculous. She's ridiculous. She knows she's perfectly good at everything, and that's why she does what she does, because she's good at it and she wants to help people. Mm-hmm. You get Villain of the Week of like other people with powers or who are known for a thing, and it's like, oh, it's that's what they do, or that's what they do, and stuff like that. And then they introduce Class 13, which is weird misfits and people who do bad stuff, but don't necessarily have a power. And then after that, you meet the Minuses. And somebody's Minus is basically a stand. Oh, good. That's uh, Kumagawa is a Minus. All, because it's like, oh, that's my minus. All fiction. And, like, that's what it is. They all do that weird stuff. There's one girl who just, like, decays things when she, like, touches them. But she can also, like, kamehameha the decay at people and stuff like that. And her stand is called, uh, uh, Reflagia or Reflagia. It's the funky name for the corpse flower. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, it's clever. But she fights with knives, but when she holds the knife, she holds them by the blade, and then stabs you with the little points at the bottom. But, okay. Because every, there's some dumb reason for it. But, like, there's her, there's this guy who... In trouble? Um, I almost had it on my finger slip, so I'll just wait till the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's this guy who, um, he, he's a killer. Yeah. That's, that's his thing. His, his minus doesn't have a real name, but he is a serial killer with huge killing intent. Okay. Cannot actually kill somebody. He will fill you full of swords. He has 9,000 weapons on him at any given time. He's just like, oh, schmomp. And it's like three flails, 12 katana, and a rifle. <laughs> he can just pull a bazooka out of his thing. Because when he was little, he didn't want to make friends. So he just kills everything. Okay. People expect him to be a killer because he has resting bitch face. So he is a killer, unquote. And so when, like, the main hero guy, who has no powers, fights him, he's skewered and, like, bleeding. And he's in bad shape. But he wins because this guy can't actually kill him. He can't actually kill anybody. It's, I, uh, it, it's very dumb. He I should, think I hate anime now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He should partner with a guy. Whole horse partnered with a guy, and that guy was a. I mean, he was his stand was fucking powerful. <laughs> his <laughs> stand jumped wa- in the reflection thing. Yeah, it yeah. was guy in ref- and Oingo Boingo. <clears throat> oh fucking Oingo Boingo! But like a lot of these minuses are just like just as abstract and stupid as stands are. Hmm. Well, stands are incredibly hyper specific for the exact fucking whole oh god. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a stand in part eight. That if you have a wound on anywhere on your body and the stand user is standing directly on top of you, he can use you as a puppet. Mm-hmm. But he needs to be standing exactly on top of you and you need to have a cut somewhere on your body. Yeah, they are fucking... I've heard a specific and then I've read JoJo and it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, how bizarre... Does this shit have to actually be for anything to actually function? Well, it's also really funny that the most vivid memory of like bad guys in JoJo are the ones that are just generally good like whole horse and the reflection guy like Mm. those guys are terrifying because they're not incredibly specific it's I'm gonna shoot you with my gun that always follows you 
And I'm also going to make sure that if I miss or if I quote unquote miss that the guy in the reflection is going to get some uh, get some angles to kill you. Hmm. So like good team. Oingo Boingo. Oh. Actually I don't know what their shtick was. Oingo Boingo just had a uh, future telling comic book. Yeah, yeah. I think Boingo was the one that could tell the future and then Oingo could change his face. He could, he could just manipulate his body to kind of look like anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they saw in the comic book of Jojo dying because Oingo accidentally had to change himself into Jojo to protect his identity and then he died. Oh, nice. Actually, he didn't even die. Technically, I mean, he did get split apart because he they yeah. concealed uh, a, a grenade as an orange and then if anybody ate the orange, they would explode and sure, that, that makes sense. And then, what like, is yeah. with Iraqi and fruit being deadly? I don't Because Jorno also turned a ban- like a gun into a banana and then as Pulpa just was peeling the banana, just... Ugh. I... Yeah. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, yeah, that was so fucking... He's a weird man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He kills a lot of animals, too. Yeah. That's a awesome. lot of animals die in that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. No. That's that's why I was like, hey, Ashley, we should watch JoJo. She's like, that sounds interesting. I'm like, now I will tell you, right at the beginning somewhere, a dog does die. She's like, nope, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> part one. Yep. Uh, part two. Part three. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, part four, actually, as well. <laughs> what's, the, what's the one in part two? Oh. Part one is, is Jonathan's dog. Part two is... Actually, I don't think anyone's dog dies in part two. I'm pretty sure it's just animals in general. I don't remember a dog dying I just want to call two, Caesar uh, a dog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Caesar's there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, part three, fucking dream dog dies because of, uh, that one guy who can, or the baby, the baby with the stand. Yes. Brings it to a dream world and kills a fucking dog. Regardless, uh, yeah. yeah. Animals die. <laughs> yeah. Animals die all the time. Well, to be fair, when you have animals as well as stand users, like Pet Shop and Iggy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, why didn't you just mention Iggy, the one that died? Because yeah. he, he died later. The first one that died was that dog on the fucking carousel. I don't know why that one sticks with me and not the main, one of the main characters. It's because Iggy was a fucking asshole. He was an asshole. He loves coffee flavored gum. Yeah, it's a dog. Fuck it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. He also had resting bitch face. He did have resting bitch face. As a per- person resting, that dog resting bitch face. But it's. The stand was a Formula One car and also a dog. Mm-hmm. So, uh... You got there. Sh- sure. Whatever. It I works. Did, I did, what did he even do? Where did he get a fucking pet shop? <sighs> did he just stab a fucking hawk with the arrow? I think he just stabbed a hawk with the arrow. Like, alright, so... Just I, for funds. I need a guard thing. So, obviously, I'm high on these stands, like, things. So, instead of hiring a human... Instead of taking control of a human that has a stand, I'm going to have a bird, and then I'm going to stab it with an arrow, and it's going to get powers. Yeah. Thankfully, the powers were I create ice. He was essentially like Mr. Freeze or Frozone, if you will. The bird? The bird. Yeah. So Articuno. Articuno and Evia from League of Legends. Don't uh... fucking step on me. (laughs) Not in the mood today. (laughs) Icebird, Articuno, yeah, fuck off, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> or, well, like Deli Bird, too. Yeah, yeah, Deli Bird. Yeah, Deli Bird's useless. You never really think of it. Oh, present. Useless. I don't know if I can be in the same room as him. It's kind of useless. This has been the podcast. Uh... So, uh, yeah, you guys got into the <laughs> Mordhau. 
Finally. Yes. Yeah. Starting, you succumbed. Well, I mean, I, I've been meaning to for a while. I was just finding the time. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was happy to kind of fuck about with Mortal. I can't play that game worth shit, but I do know how to abuse the fact that people get distracted. No, that's how you play the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a huge tactic in Frontline, which is like the giant, like, multiplayer mode, is you, like, look at a guy, and he's, like, looking at you, and then you just, like, walk towards his friend and start swinging your weapon, and as you wind back, you turn and go, surprise! <laughs> and hit the guy that you were looking at, and he goes, oh no, and gets hit, and then he dies. Hello, at me! <laughs> yeah. So actually, I meant to hit you. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is I never really go, I'm looking at you, I'm gonna hit you, because I'm throwing axes from fucking decades away. Yeah. The throwing axes are good. They're fun. They're, I, I wouldn't call them particularly great. Good. I might have... They hit fairly hard. Oh yeah, like, getting a... like Javelins hit a little harder. Yeah, I've been meaning to kind of branch out into throwing weapons. Because mm. throwing axes are fun, cause, like, I can take four throwing axes and an actual axe into combat with enough perks that, like, I feel competent. Yeah. So I've been I've been having fun with that. But um the last thing I did was I just grabbed a halberd, hopped on a horse and just fucking skewered people. Yeah. That is what so satisfying. You can couch a lot of weapons. It's the halberd fucking the spear. You can pick up the lance. You can couch the bill hook, which is great because if you hit someone on a horse it just pulls them off. Yeah. Um I think you can couch the pole axe. You can. Probably yeah you can couch the bardiche. And I learned you can coach the quarterstaff. <laughs> Jesus. Doink. Yeah. To so, be fair, that's still fucking hurt. All right. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, so I've got a dude who just has two axe. Two yeah. regular axe and a quarterstaff. And I'll be fighting people. Um, for some reason, I love standard axe. It is my weapon. Um, but I'll just start throwing them at people, too. Because yeah. they're great for it. Yeah. So I'll hit people with them. Be like, oh, man, I'm out. Or, like, dude with... A pretty big, fast weapon, not big, a big, hard-hitting weapon is there. When you parry that shit with a small weapon, you lose all your stamina, basically. So just throw it at him. I hit him, and he comes at me. He's like, oh, I've got you now. And I'm like, now i got a quarterstaff. Let's go. (laughs) And proceed to bludgeon him to death 15 points of damage at a time. (laughs) Hey, man, it works. Oh, yeah. No, I think my favorite thing, right? Like, so far, has been, I got into a, an axe fight with somebody, like, I just whipped an axe at him, he's like, ow, what the fuck, turn at me, he starts coming at me, I whip another axe into him, get him twice, throw another axe, he blocks it, throw another axe, he blocks it, pull out my normal axe, fight him, fight him, fight him, he's losing the, like, he, he's he's down, he's down, he's not, he's probably like 10 health left, right? Yeah. Hit him a couple times, he's like, fuck this, I'm out, turns right around, I'm like, no, no, whip the axe. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't go as far, but it hits just as hard oh, as a yeah. throwing axe. Caught him right in the ass. Yep. Just went foot right down. And on the just... best part is you go over, you pick it up, and you just vacuum up all your throwing axes. Yep. I picked up all my throwing axes and just fucking went back to the point. Mm-hmm. That's how you do. <laughs> you are a defender. <laughs> I defended. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, oh, actually, there's another guy who was sniping longbow up in a tower, and I'm like, huh, I wonder. And I just kind of pointed the axe above and just... Donk. Yeah, 100 kill, headshot. <laughs> it's like, alright, cool. Well, like, also having um, huntsmen to take down bow boys hmm. with throwing stuff is amazing. Yes, because the throwing stuff does a fuck ton of damage, and then once oh, you yeah. get huntsmen, it does Well, most people with bows two. don't have very heavy armor. Oh, of course. So, like, you're, you're just doing double duty. Well, like, crossbow's yeah, like 11. 7 points, and longbow's like a billion. Yeah, so. the, yeah. the longbow's 11 points, right? So you only got a couple left for armor. To be yeah. fair, longbow is 10 out of 10 weapon, but... It's good. Yeah. It's a good uh, weapon. I prefer the recurve. 
I don't have as much range with it, but you're faster with it. Yeah, the the fact that you can kind of pitch shots downrange a lot, it makes certain maps feel better. Like the snowy one, mm-hmm. where there's, like, when you're, when you're shooting, you kind of got a usually good vantage point. When somebody's trying to come up at you, it's pretty tight, so you want the speed. Yeah. Crossbow, I'm getting fucking good at. Crossbow is very... It's a lot of fun. It's, yeah, yeah I have um, two crossbows on one thing. It's like, that's it. It only costs one point, but if you take a Pavai shield, yeah. uh, when you hold it, he just holds it like diagonally in front of him, and it'll block stuff. Uh, but if you get hit, you're probably still going to get hit. Hmm. Um, but when you use it, you go and set the arms down, and it's a little portable, deployable shield that you can oh, crouch yeah, yeah. behind. Which is perfect, because if you fire your bow, your crossbow... When you go to reload, you duck behind it, Perfect. and it protects your head. <laughs> that is super sick. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to do that then. But yeah, Beard was running a crossbow, because I wasn't level 4 or 5 that I need to get the crossbow, right? Mm-hmm. He dies in front of me. I'm like, I'll just pick up your crossbow. Yep. And just, boom, kill a guy, reload, boom, kill yeah, a guy. That's why like, you were playing Call of Duty, yeah. <laughs> I like this crossbow thing. He's like, fuck off, man. It, it's really <laughs> Because good. every time I shot during the PlayStation that we had, I was like, there's a clear shot to the red guy. We were playing blue. Clear shot the red guy, and as soon as I lined up my shot, and as soon as I let go of the button in order for me to shoot, one guy just deja vu's in the way of it. Fucking teammate twenty. Okay, all right. Let me try again. Reload. Look, there's someone just kind of also sniping there. Guy just pops up behind him, fucking smacks him down. Team damage twenty. I'm like, fuck off, guys. Yeah, it, it does suck. Every um, time we were playing Crossroads, and then there were like. There was a guy on the tower, and he was building a little mini ballista. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to get him. Let me just reload. So I bent down the reload. Notice Devin's also approaching him. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. Team team kill. Devin. Like, ah! (laughs) That's right. I was up in the tower trying to... Because he... I threw an axe. I hit him. Beard is shooting at him. Guy's bloodied to fuck. I'm like, I'm just going to go up there and just fucking poke him right quick, right? And as soon as I get up there, he, like fucking just master swings me once and then the fucking crossbow bolt catches me right in the dome. Like, yeah. son of a bitch! Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I had very bad luck with that crossbow. <laughs> um, I assume you both have run into stab spammers? Yes. Uh, it's ass. Guys with rapiers who only stab, it's like, it's annoying. Because hmm. it is hard to deal with. Uh, I might have it. crossbow, crossbow, and rapier on my guy, so just to oh. do that. So, uh, what you do, you know Raphael. You know Axe? Yeah. Axe stab weaker than the rapier. Yeah. Faster than the rapier. It's true. Um, I've had men in huge suits of armor, and I'm just like, okay, you're being a dick because, like, we'd be dueling, and they're, like, wall back, and as they bring back their swing, they're, like, doing crazy mouse movements, so the dude's just like, all over, and then the swing hits me out of nowhere. I'm like, (laughs) okay, I hate that. Like, that's just, you just can't read it. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, okay, go to redo them. I'm like, yeah, flourish. All right, let's go. And I'm just like, stab, 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 <laughs> stab, swing, stab, stab, swing, back off. Each stab only hits him for 10. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's wearing, like, heavy fucking armor. Headshot, 60, dead. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, there, cunt. Fucking <laughs> 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 eat that. <laughs> no, I am, I'm actually really enjoying the sword play, and I kind of got it understood as you get used to it the more you do it the more you go okay wait this is actually good yeah it doesn't just look good and then feel like ass 
looks good, feels like ass, and then starts to feel nice. Yeah, like I'm getting to the point now where I can actually get into an actual engagement with somebody and have it ruined by somebody coming from my blind spot yeah. every time. But that's the game. It is. So, like, I'll get angry because, like, I'll be having an amazing, like, 30, 40 second duel with this guy. It's like, we're, we're down to, like, the last regs. We've been getting pokes in. I'm going to fucking kill you. And then all of a sudden, this guy with a fucking bardiche, like, Boink! hello. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Come on. Assholes with spears. So, I've learned. <clears throat> Um, the joys of spear dragging mm. because with sword swings drag is easy yeah. you know you just go oh yeah I'm just going to turn this way and hit you at the end of it and you're going to parry too early or I'm just going to swing and then face this way and you're going to get hit right away yeah. normally that wouldn't do any damage to a person but in this game you're just going to take their head off yeah. uh, but do that and I'm just like well what if and I go stab I just look straight up and then go in your face <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people do it. They're just like, oh, and on the wind back, they look up, and then people are like, what's he, like, they think that you're winding back, and then the stab just comes right out. Decent. It fucks with people. Um, it's another, but you have to, like, move your mouse up as you stab so that they do the, like, overhand version. Yeah. Because there's the underhand stab as well, and if you look down as you draw back and then look up at them... It comes at them so fast. They are not doing anything about it. Um, but my main favorite thing to do that with is the poleaxe. I have a dude in 333 um, with a poleaxe. So that's only 9, 14 points. Hmm. So I still have friendly and fireproof. Not bad. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, firebombs are really annoying. <laughs> they are. I have a guy who has a sledgehammer and two firebombs. Nice. And wrecker. His whole shtick is, shit, they took the point. <laughs> Rearm. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I'll just run up to the wall, start hitting, and the number of times I've been like, yeah, hit the wall, hit the wall, it's breaking, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Gallagher. <coughs> hit the wall. Hit the wall. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. I've got a guy who's just got, like, the, the arming sword, the heater, and a firebomb. Yeah. Just be like... Running up, fucking deflect stuff, point. Because, like, that, that's a pretty quick sword, right? Arming sword's not bad. And, uh, like, I get into good engagements with that, get into a fist fight, and somebody else comes up, I'm like, nope, firebomb. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck, man? Stab over in it. I'm not happy about that. I have a dude who literally just looks like a D&D rogue. Um, because... <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> He's met him. <laughs> when he met me as that, I was, like, perched on a wall. Uh, yes. <laughs> Currently, I need to switch it, but he has two short swords, which are awful. Don't use them. Okay. Um, they're, they're stronger than daggers, but slower, and no, you get almost no better reach. Um, but two of those, and then throwing knives. And each throwing knife you have is a stack of four. Okay. Um, and I've gotten into team fights on crossroads where just everyone's in a big group, and I'm just like, hmm. Just throw four throwing knives into the melee. It's usually miss, miss, kill, hit. I'm like, okay, rearm, just throw yep. more. Or better yet, I'll throw all four, then I'll just throw my short sword in, and almost every time get two kills. Not bad. Because they do a lot of damage in the head. Yeah. Uh, even on like like medium and light armor, still take a lot, but they don't take a lot on body shots. Yeah. So that's the trick. Um, but to stab with the short sword, it's almost as fast as the dagger, and it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> They're like slightly faster, smaller arming swords, okay. which are pretty quick as they are. Although, if you ever try the cleaver, you get no range and your stab suck, but it does so much extra slash damage 
that if you hit lightly armored areas, there's a good chance it just pops lens off. Like, I got dunked by some guy just fucking wheeling a cleaver, man. That thing they're hits. They're fast. That thing yeah, hits, yeah. man. Like, they're no good against heavy armor. No. But there's chop, 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 and you're just like, oh, God. Like, I've had my arm come off, and I'm at 50 health. T- I'm like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Like, that ain't okay. And he <laughs> kicks me, and I'm like, I'm down to 20 health. I'm just, like, watching it tick down. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Bye. I um, game beard and I were playing. I was like, beer, beer, come for me. I got this. I'm just fucking... Just- fucking sprinted right to their fucking deployment zone, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the one, um, I, like, horses on both sides, yeah. and there's a ballista there. Yeah. I hop on their ballista. Every time somebody fucking took off with a horse, <laughs> and they just were like, I died, alright, well, back on a horse, go by again, <laughs> like, what is happening here? Yeah. I killed, I think, five people by the time somebody was like, hey, wait a second. And that's <laughs> really good. Should go take care of that. <laughs> yeah, and I still got into a really good fight with a guy on a horseback trying to fuck me up on the thing, because, like, he he was charging at me, I hopped off, he swung by me, I got a hit in with him, because I, um, I was, I think I was running the halberd at the time, um, hopped back on the ballista, and just fucking, yeah. Killed the horse and then somebody else got me. Yeah, yeah. super fun. Oh, so when stupid. I was playing with you, I was using the spear for a little bit. Yeah. And it was it was a uh, camp. No. It wasn't camp. It was the other one, the castle. Sure. I know which one you're talking. About. Yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking. Anyway, about. Yeah. Uh, we were on the attack. So like we came up, we were attacking the smithy, and I was like, wait a minute. And so I would, as I'm running. With the full spear, I'd wind back on a stab and turn all the way around and stab someone right in the dick. Decent. And then just turn and keep running. Yep. Because I was just able to, like, you can turn a full 180 and get them. And if you use the overhand, you can go around the corner. Yep. <laughs> uh, which is awful because you think you're safe five feet away from a corner and all of a sudden you see an angry bald man just go, no! <laughs> and just reach for you and you're dead. Really cute for defending as well. It's like if you know someone's coming around the corner or they back up because they saw you running at you, like just hang out beside the corner, just swing that direction so that your swings just go around the corner effectively. Yeah. The amount of people I got with that little tidbit was too much. Oh, it's real good. Well, unless they're, like, primed to block if someone else is, like, <clears throat> rushing at them at the same time, you just take heads, like... Mm-hmm. I, uh, this game's fun. <laughs> been also doing... My first class that I built was just unarmed. Mm-hmm. Just fucking full perks, barely any armor. Yeah. Go in, and... Uh, I fought against guys like that, and I hate it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I, I'm starting to get the chivalry gameplay back when I do that one at least. Yeah. Because you can take the dodge perk and whenever you jump backwards you fucking just yep. you get out of the way. So I've just been dodging back, back, back around um, like in, in tight quarters so when people swing at me I put a poster between the sword fight and that so it bounces off that and I just come in and boop have a hook at them and just keep jabbing at them like yeah. fuck off. So they start stabbing at me so I was like alright cool. Jabs come out quick man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or if you do the uh, like the the uh, just a full haymaker. When you do that, and then just accelerate it, you yep. just go bonk, bonk. Oh, you hook them in the head. They fucking they get you rattled go like yeah. real fast. Yeah. Well, the amount of times that when I was playing crossbow, <laughs> I'd have a guy like sneak up on me. I'd go like, oh fuck, there's a guy, and then he just took the crossbow out. Fist fights had to happen. So yeah. executioner sword versus stun lock. Effectively, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. You have to. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Um. Yeah, I love dodge perk. 
Um, I have a guy with... I was using... uses longsword, dodge, and uh, 2-3-2 armor. Yeah. Um, and it's fairly durable, and I'm usually able to do decently. Although, my guys who get the best mileage is still Axe and Quarterstaff Man, by far. Uh, and... Um, uh, the the class I named Panzer, which is three armor and a poleaxe yep. and fireproof. <laughs> I was like, I just walk in. I was like, no. <laughs> I'm here for my appointment. <laughs> it's me. Because <laughs> he does. He like puts a hand out when you draw back. So every time you see a large man with a spear, just like salute the sun. <laughs> just duck because <laughs> it's coming for your face. I, um... Jesus. It's I, awful. So I couldn't do it in the fucking tutorial to save my life, the fucking chambering thing. Yeah. But I could, I've been doing it on the battlefield every so often just accidentally, so I'll take it. Yeah. No, it's it's fairly doable. Uh, the things, like, stab chambers are basically... Stab chambers are easy. Yeah. It's, oh, I'm literally about to be hit and I could parry this. Just stab him instead and go shink. Yep. Uh, your timing needs to be a little faster and a little less last minute for the other ones because uh, there's a thing you can put on where you can see the attack lines. Um, if you watch any like the beginner guides videos, they'll show you when they talk about uh, Dragon XL. Hmm. Um, it's blue on the wine back and then red on the attack. And arrows and stabs do the same thing. You need specific angles for the clash, but it's basically, if they're coming at you like this, if you just... Basically, if you are from center, point at where it's coming from and click, your dude will just go clink, like immediately off, and then you get to attack again. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I've been not good with that, but I'm good, I'm pretty decent with Riposte now. Yeah. Like, yeah. really solid with Riposte, so I'm, I'm really happy about that, at least. There's a lot <clears throat> of slow, uh, very precise gameplay with Mordhau. It's just also encumbered with... There's 32 people on your team as yeah. well as the other team. Frontline is, even though it's like the main game mode, it is not by any means the highest skill floor one. No. Uh, the game's not built for that, but it's built for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's something for everybody. You can yeah. do stupid shit in Frontline or you can go duel. Yeah. Um, well, it's effectively TF2 chivalry. Like, TF2 was, here's this accurate gameplay, here's all of these cool moves that you can do. But then we're going to stick you in a server with 12 other people, 23 other people, and some of them are just going to be like, yeah, I'm going to spam stickies, so that's unusual. Oh, I'm going to play heavy and just eat sandwiches all day. Just, like, dumb <laughs> shit happens. So you could be very accurate, very team-based oriented game player. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the beauty of games like Mordow. Like, like you, can, you can pub stop by just having three people communicate with each other. Well, that's the thing, is, like... If we're all able to do fights, but, like, be aware of the area around us, like, okay, hey, that guy's about to interrupt Devin, I'm just going to stab him in the face. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, if uh, if we all play, we should just stick in a fucking hive, like, just cluster in a unit. It's real good. And, uh, hopefully I'll take not... the friendly perk. Okay, yeah, let's all take the friendly perk. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it stacks, right? So, it reduces the damage you take and give to allies... And that works on each person. Cool. So if I have friendly hitting a man with friendly, he takes almost no damage. 
Fantastic. I feel like we'll need that as a friendship group of uh, slashy boys. Yeah, especially if I use my executioner sword guy. Uh, That's the one I put the picture in Discord because I point out to Beard. I'm like, look at this man. He's so edgy. (laughs) (laughs) He just has skulls on him. Yeah, but between that and a scarf on a helmet you don't need, and then the stance and character select is just like chilling. You're like, stop. Yep. I've murdered a man. I'll murder you. I don't care. I'm fuck. Fuck you. Call an executioner sword for a reason. I'm going to fight. I'm going to execute you. Don't, don't, don't execute me, though. Please. <laughs> Please, I'll, tr- I'll try. Yeah, not, <laughs> not on purpose. No. Um, it's it's when my mall boy comes out, you really got to be careful. Mm. Just got to duck a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will, I instantly just throw it at people sometimes. <laughs> All right. Like, there's times where, like, if there's a weapon on the ground, or if I'm, like, unsure... I'll just, like, take a swing, hit him in the body for 75, and he starts coming at me again, I'll just parry. <clears throat> and then I just run up and start trying to punch him. Yep. <laughs> it's, because if it hits him, he's dead. If I can get a good punch, he's also dead. That's true. Yeah. I usually just die. <laughs> it's, it's a good fear tactic, though. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why would, why would that Malls man... don't go far when you throw them. Probably not. I feel like that would be a, uh, a liberal toss. It, it really is. You're you're lobbing it. Um, however, when there's a man on a horse coming at you, it's basically all you got with them all. Yeah. Pick it up after. I like when you hit a horse with like your axe and they just run off because they survived with your axe in their face. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I mean, I got really good at hitting people with the fucking axe on horseback. They just um, be like, all right. I watched a dude Dunk. on a horse get hit by one of the ballista. Not the made ballista, but like the map yeah. feature ones. Yeah. And he went 30 feet into a wall. Yeah. And his horse went sideways, cocked at 30 degrees to the right, and shot across the map. And yeah. I'm like, hmm. It's a centralized earthquake from have the it, saddle. <laughs> have a physics engine at work. Oh, it's fucking horrendous. I love it. Like those couple that I killed with the ballista was just that. Just boom and... One guy would go one way, the horse would go a completely different direction. Well, if you've seen the catapult. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I've I, I catapulted got, a lot of men. <laughs> I got it on the catapult, fired it, killed two friends, got off, and immediately typed, I'm so sorry, this is not my place. <laughs> and, like, there's a dude next to me, and I'm just like, like gesturing to the catapult, and he just gets on it and starts going throws it immediately gets a triple kill I'm like yeah this isn't for me <laughs> we were playing and we just stole the catapult once yeah no the catapult went from one side of the map to our spawn because one guy was that determined yeah. and he yeah. just fucking stuck it there and nobody fucking shot him off it like he yeah. was on it for the rest of the game I think yeah no yeah, that, that was his <laughs> there was also one time where we like for, like you had the catapult because you were trying it out and then me and a few other people were just defending you like it was effective. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like whatever you didn't catch on your catapult or like whatever they didn't trip on the catapult, the projectile that we just finished off, we were like, damn it, there's a guy coming. Crossbow, take the axe, we're gonna defend our catapult guy. Like yeah. it was it was really fun. I, I did end up getting a good couple people that were kind of me and just like, no, and they're like, Oh wow, that was actually in the back right right back on the siege engine, yeah. right? Like hold on, Bessie, I've got something to handle. Red man, chop! Alright, back to throwing stones. I was on it one time, I'm wheeling it through the gate, and I'm like, alright, I'm going. And then a teammate kicks me. And I'm like, that. he just like comes up, kicks me, he's like, mom Mom said it's my turn. Yeah, my turn on the like, fucking right, I look, And he goes, and there's like a couple blue coming towards us, and I was like, ah, I should probably hit them. He just goes there, he just goes, wiggle, wiggle, fire, they're all dead. Yep. I'm like, okay, 
I'm like, you know what? You've earned that catapult. <laughs> <laughs> this is you know what you're doing. Something about Siege Weaponry of those games make me very happy. Chivalry's uh, catapult as well. I would just sit on and just run the game. So Crossroads is definitely like a tester for a frontline style like King of the Hill map. Hmm. Um, but there's a there's a mortar on it. Is there? Yeah, up on the oh. wall. Uh, you can get on it, and it goes. And it gives you a shot line marker. That's right. There is. Yeah, I do remember seeing oh, that. Oh, buddy, I've died to that, and it's violent. <laughs> I feel like I should do that for guys on horseback. Yeah. Just fucking take the it. horse geometry breaks every now and then. Yeah, I'm yeah. It's not often, but you can also find carrots hidden in that map. Ooh. Um, and if you're on a, it, you can use a carrot on your horse to heal the horse, which is handy. But while you're holding the carrot and riding the horse, you can just couch the carrot what? <laughs> and murder a man on the way by. It's a gag. I Same as it. if you're holding the long sword, you can unscrew the pommel and throw it at a man. <laughs> I've actually like, seen someone die to that. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't do a lot of damage. Christ. Uh, this game's dumb. That, that's an old, like... Medi- yeah, there, there was a... It's a medieval nerd meme. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a medieval book that's just like it's it's to show you how to duel, like because who was going to teach you how to duel? Instruction books. Yeah, it's uh, how to end him rightly. There we go. That's the one. That's the one I was referring to. It's like uh, brilliant. What do you mean? And like everyone is convinced it's satire. Like (laughs) your pommel isn't going to be that big. You're dangerous, and like even if it's old coarse threads, so it's just like easy to take off. If you throw it, I'm just going to be like, what the fuck, man? I'm pretty sure I saw a guy who was like, all right, so let me show you how it takes to, like, unscrew a pummel. And just sat there for a good ten seconds. All right, now we got it. Yeah. <laughs> and I hit yeah. him rightly. It's, it's I, I'm looking at a video of it now, and he just fucking tugs him in the back of the head with it. Yeah. It does damage. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, like, you can oh. take rock as a weapon. Yep. And, like, you can do damage. I some motherfucker. How many rocks can you load up on, by the way? Uh, five per stack. Decent. <laughs> uh, and when they fall down and like roll, you just walk over them. You just get your rock back. Uh, I was <laughs> trying rock. to fight a guy who just had fifteen. <laughs> and so like I'm trying to get near him. He's just like no, 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 no. I'm like god damn it. That's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> just there's three guys on the team by the end of the match that all were just like loaded on rocks and they just walked towards the punch going one. Two fastball special baby, let's go. I let's have go, to do that now. Go. I have to and go fifteen rocks brawler. What a good way to just deter Take someone Huntsman. from approaching what? you. Take Huntsman as well. Okay. That way, if you hit an archer boy, it does double damage. Fuck. I'm gonna call it Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne the fifteen rock Johnson. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> no, the fifteen rock it's Johnson. <laughs> Can you smell what the 15 rocks are cooking? Ah! Ah! Stop! Ah! Ah! <laughs> it's time for the rock bottom. Puts all 15 rocks down. Slams you on them. Yeah, it's good. Oh, Christ. This is amazing. There's there's some fun I gotta, I gotta actually really invest into. Because, like... There's a this, lot of dumb shit you can do. I, well, yeah, like, that's why I like Black Ops, right? Because you could just do dumb shit. And this is perfectly Black Ops. Because it's just, here's your values... Here's what you got. Stick it in however you want. Same yeah. thing for Black Ops 2. You want to take the pistol with the extended mag and the long barrel with the scavenger? Sure. Seems really bad, but fucking do it. And yeah. I just golded that. Yeah. Gold that fucking weapon. I'm going to gold these rocks. 
That's that's the thing. Is like I've seen people be fancy. like, oh, it's it's. Yeah, I think it's just called gold. <laughs> um, Very I've, dense. I've seen people like have the complaint of, oh, it's hard to play what you want in this game, and to that I say, what? Uh, what? <laughs> no, you can just play whatever you want. Everything's viable. The quarter staff works. Any peasant weapon works. It does. I have played for seven hours. I can definitively say. Everything's viable. Have fucking fun, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, great. If you can't find a build that's optimal for duels, <clears throat> just play frontline. Someone's gonna get caught off guard by it. Like mm-hmm. they can't concentrate on just you alone. If you want to like, have fun, I have a Grim Reaper. Yeah, I yeah. ride around on a horse and yeah. I watch that's your head. head. I'm like, that's amazing. I should couch the scythe. Yep. Conk. <laughs> it's awful. Wasn't there a fucking Grim Reaper band when we played? Yeah. And we were like, here he comes, oh god. <laughs> that and fucking Cowabunga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ninja Turtles terrifying me. <laughs> there are two games where it's terrifying to see a Ninja Turtle come boards. Oh my god. One is Mordhau. Yep. Because you're like, this man has balls and I'm not sure I, I can handle him. It was incredible. And the other game is Tarkov. You <laughs> see a man just wearing solid green body armor, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh, it's a scab right. You start firing a shotgun at him, and all the bullets just bounce off. He's like, no, I'm coming for you. Oh no. He pulls out his hatchet. You're just like, oh Jesus, no. Master Splitter didn't teach me this. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. It's really good. Oh, Christ. Ninja Turtles. Oh fuck! But yeah, like he was a Ninja Turtle. His name was Cowabunga, and his picture was a fucked up Donatello, and yeah. it just made me so happy. It's really good. I fucking died I... to him, but then I—he's st- obviously the only person who's wearing green on the field. So of course I fucking focus fire Cowabunga, yeah. and we traded kills back and forth for the rest of the game. It was stupid. <laughs> uh, my Axe Man has coat of plates in top and bottom. Yeah. So it's just the color of leather. He has no team colors on him. Hmm. I should really abuse that a bit more. Yeah. Well, but you can sneak I, around everywhere, because no one's actually going to point at you if they don't immediately see the team color. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I have another guy who does that, and I just change his emblem to be the color of the enemy team. Perfect. And then they're like, oh, he's fine. And then like they're like, wait, is he? Hammer. Because <laughs> I, I gave him a mall. <laughs> of course. No, the game is incredibly fun. And yeah, you can... If you want to have fun in this game... You can find fun in this game and have all of it. Oh, yeah. Should look I, up a video after this. Just basically that. Like, Iron Pineapple's Mordhau videos are kind of amazing. Oh, there's another guy I can show you guys. He's, he's Gromic. He, he's done some good shit. Hmm. Recent video was he and his friends on their, like, dual server. Dual server. They invented Javelin Dodgeball. Oh, where they Christ. were all just jumping around, like, trying to do th- uh, 360 no-scopes to kill each other. <laughs> it works, man. <laughs> That's fucking great. I'd like to see that in the fluff where, like, oh, here we have the ancient texts where, oh, they're just spinning around throwing javelins at each yeah. other. Ancient monk technique. Thou shalt. <laughs> Let her rip. What the fuck? Thou shalt always do 360. Like. I said this to Beard, and the most unsettling thing to me, though, is when I get killed by a man who immediately laughs, and I look down, and I don't care what his name is, but there's a lot of people which just, like, their display picture is just Emma Watson making, like, one of those smiles that's, like, vaguely suggestive. All right. Or, like, a vaguely, like, flirty, like, oh, ho, type of grin. And I'm like, I hate it every time. <laughs> I hate it. It's like, this is very uncomfortable. It's time to stop. I will punch Emma Stone at this rate. It's like, oh, I got it. You did it. 
Um, you have a fucking problem dropping your phone down places that you'll never get it again. No case. <laughs> if there's a tight spot, I will drop it down. Yeah. Um, fuck, yeah, there was a guy on the rooftop who's kiting back and forth, dodging my axes. And he's like, fucking, ah, doing the pose, like, oh, what are you going to do, hit me? Yeah. What are you going to do, throw an axe in my face? I threw an axe, my fourth axe just fucking domed them right in the fucking nose. <laughs> just collapsed yeah. I off. I love how cocky people are. Oh, like, yeah. I've had a guy, when I was shot a crossbow, I was evidently out of ammo because I was running away from the guy, and then I picked up ammo from the resupply box, and I was reloading, and as I was doing the animation, I saw that guy just go, oh, you're so fucking fucked, because he was doing the, like, shrug, like, oh, I'm gonna get you with an executioner sword. So as I was doing the reload animation, he was evidently waiting for me. So as I was getting my aim back up, uh, he was just about to swing. Unbeknownst to him, I had a spear boy right behind him, stabbing him at the exact same time. So animation canceled, shot him in the face. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> the Is that the one that got really aggressive? Because yes, like, yeah. <laughs> somebody got really aggressive with you when you were crossbowing on the snow map. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good. Community, kind of shitty. Kind of shitty. Um, kind of team like, killery filled. Every time I see horses, everyone is just pissed at all horsemen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To well, be like, fair, they are annoying, but like they're not that bad. So yeah, if, no. if they have a couched weapon, yeah. you can parry it. Yep. Timing's hard, but you can. You will get knocked on your ass, yep. lose over half your stamina, and at least half your health, yep. but you will live. Yep. And after that point... You learn to dodge to the other side of the horse. Because you can't couch on the left. Nope. <laughs> you can only couch on the right. Yep. The worst you, you take is like. The dodge perk is just like, oh, the sidestep. Like what I did when I started playing the game is I took six throwing axes, sidestepped the horse, and was like, all right. And I usually killed the guy. Yep. Like, <laughs> I have punched a horse. <laughs> Don't make me fucking punch a horse. I'll punch your goddamn horse. <laughs> yep. I've, um,. Number of times where like dude's been like flying past me and I'll just be like, Okay, I get the right distance, he doesn't bump me with the horse, and I just see like sixty-five damage. Thirty of it's on him, the other's on the horse, and I'm like, mm, come back here, horse. Yeah. And I got words. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Also killing the horse makes them like fall on the ground, they yeah. can't block and ward how you die in two hits no matter what, so like Yeah. Yeah. If Level three armor will save you from a number of weapons. But things like the Executioner Sword, Zwyander, Maul, uh, War Axe, Battle Axe, the Halberd, I mean, uh, will still kill most body locations in two to three. And, yeah, I mean, being three-armored on a horse, being knocked off and me coming up and just stabbing you while you're trying to get up, you're not going to survive that. <laughs> no. I could be there with a fucking a, a stick, and you're just... Do a caveman build. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah 15 rocks, I told you. <laughs> well, you, you take Peasant Perk... <clears throat> Uh, stock up on rocks. You put like your. You just dress up like Fred Flintstone. But you take heavy branch. It's awful. <laughs> it's it's like a mall, but slightly. <laughs> it's not as strong, but it's longer. <laughs> so you just crack people with heavy branch, and it it's just rude. I like it. Yeah. Uh, what did I, I had another topic, but it was wrestling related. Um, I've, I fucking, I've canceled my WWE subscription, finally. Oh, have you? I have fucking given up with them. Had enough of Mr. Vince, have that you? That is, I, I fucking... What happened with Vince McMahon? What, what was the, what was the straw that broke the subscriptions back? Um, fucking this, the pay-per-view that's on tonight, that, I mean, I still will probably watch tomorrow, or maybe a bit tonight, because I technically have the, the network until the end of the month, because that's when I bought it, right? Yeah. It's a month-long subscription. Fucking, it's just rematch the pay-per-view 
Mm-hmm. It is Backlash 2.0. It is the Saudi Arabia show, but again, it is... There's no fucking writing going into it. Nobody gives a fuck about any match. They're, they're recycling bad content. It's Yeah. Nobody cared the first time, and now this is your third to fourth time. Yeah. Like, I, I fucking, for some reason, this one guy, Baron Corbin, is fighting Seth Rollins mm-hmm. because he won a fatal four-way. Uh, he's being pushed in our face for no fucking reason. Um, he's not ready for the main event scene, even though he's been put there for the past, I don't know fucking how long. But he's inserted himself because he's a bad guy, but he was also like a heel manager type thing, right? But he's not anymore, and it doesn't make any sense that he's just fucking still inserting himself pretty much everywhere, and it's just bad. Yeah. Um, and again, we've already had him lose multiple times. He's miserable. Uh, fucking Rowan Reigns versus Drew McIntyre again, which is stupid because it doesn't. It, it, there's no build up to it. There's no reason for this Drew McIntyre character to be fighting anybody, and it's just fucking terrible. Forty five minutes of Shane McMahon a week screaming at you yeah. is uh, not an enjoyable way to spend any time. No, well, you know what? As soon as it starts with Shane McMahon, no, um, never been a fan. Yeah, no, and, like, there's the Saudi Arabia fact that, like, you know, they just keep doing shows there despite the whole human rights violations. Yeah. And, uh, that's where the money is. Well, yeah, that's because uh, they're not getting my money anymore. They'll just get <laughs> Saudi Arabia's blood money. So, yeah, fuck that. Uh, yeah, the, Sa- the Saudi oil barons pay very well. Yeah, I hear they can kill journalists and get away with it. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. So, that's making me... Just like in the home country. Yeah, fucking fuck that noise. So, we're, 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 gonna, we're, gonna, we're done with WWE for the next little while. However, taking its place, um, AEW is a promotion that started uh, a while ago. They had their first pay-per-view last month. Yeah. It was stellar. Top <laughs> to bottom, really well, fun card. Well, they really come out swinging to compete. They don't have TV yet, but they have signed a TV deal for later in the year. Mm-hmm. To be fair, it doesn't really take much to outperform WWE. God, no, it doesn't. You, like, you know Gold Dust? Yeah. You know how old fucking Gold Dust is, right? Yeah, he shouldn't be in there anymore. Yeah, he had a fucking five star match with his brother last month, and it was a fucking incredible match from front to back because it was nothing but storytelling. Like, yeah. the technique wasn't incredible because they're both kind of eh wrestlers. But, yeah, Goldust wasn't even great in his prime. He like, was weird. He was he had go, but like he was never really a fucking incredible ring baron. However, the last time I saw Goldust was when he got thrown into the electrical box and like died. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? It was on Raw. That's that sounds about right. I well, don't maybe remember that actually. Uh, but um, oh, who did it to him? Might have been John Cena. Might have been The Rock. Might have been Stone Cold. Might have been The Undertaker. Might have been a lot of these people. I can't remember. Either way. Or Kurt Angle. I think Kurt Angle killed him. <laughs> Someone murdered that man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real talk, I like John Cena as an actor. I like John Cena. <laughs> like, I've seen him in a few movies, and it's great. It is actually Randy Orton and Batista. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry. I forgot that Randy Orton existed because in my head he was dollar store Kurt Angle. <laughs> uh, kind of at that point, yeah, 2003. Watch out, watch out, watch out. <laughs> but, um... To be fair, you're not supposed to see him coming. That's true. But yeah, AEW put their fucking first pay-per-view out last month. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Really fun to watch. Um, and they're doing another one next week. So instead of getting together and fucking watching it tonight... Fuck it, we'll just watch one next week. It's going to be much more entertaining. Mm-hmm. 
And fuck. Yeah. Watch that and watch NJPW because Japan wrestling is insanely good. Yeah. I they love fun Japan. With it. Oh my they god. Have fun with it. The crowd's cute. The crowd's adorable. Fucking did 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 I mention did we mention it on the podcast how adorable it was that this John Moxley guy just stole a boy? No. So former Dean Ambrose, formerly John Moxley, went to WWE, became Dean Ambrose, yeah. left left WWE because they were shit. Yeah. Um, is back to being John Moxley. Goes to Japan. He's not an incredible guy in the ring, kind of like Goldust, right? Mm-hmm. But he's fun to watch. He beats up a young boy because, like, when you're in New Japan, you go through the dojo and yeah. you, you just have black trunks, no gimmick. You're a young boy. You're you're there to set up the ring, maybe do a couple matches, like, to start it off. You're not a named wrestler at that point. Yeah. You are just a fucking lackey. You are the default character with <clears throat> no customization. Exactly. Like, before you can even allocate stats, right? Yeah. Like, you are shit. So, John Moxley versus Shota Umino is this guy. Who's uh, the son of Red, Red Shoes? If yeah, you, you yeah, know yeah. the ref, Red Shoes, he's an incredible ref. Yeah. Love the guy, fucking hilarious. Um, every time anybody puts somebody in a hold, he just looks at you disappointedly. <laughs> he, he is a very upset father. Um, beats the shit out of his son, and then drags him back. Like you know, you had oh, a good match. Oh, it's that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a good match, kid. You had a good match. Um, so John Moxley comes out, grabs the mic, like, um, young boy from Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio is Japanese for good morning. So everybody in the crowd thinks he's saying Ohio. And he's like, so they say back, Ohio. It's so adorable. Yeah. I love it to death. Um, cuts a promo, from whatever. Cincinnati, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, exactly that. <laughs> he just looks around. Uh, that's what I'm hoping it happens to. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cuts a promo, grabs the young boy, goes back, does, um, a post-match promo, like, just talking to people, being like, I won in the G1, which is this amazing Japanese tournament. It's going to be nuts. I'm going to love every moment of it. It starts soon. And uh, he carries the young boy back with him. So, here, hold this for a second. Holds this, because he won the U, uh, the U.S. title in Japan mm-hmm. in his first showing. Holds that. So, he grabs it, and he just fucking falls over. The young boy's just dead on the ground. He's just dressing the camera and stuff like we're gonna go. We're gonna, he's gonna drive me around. You can drive. Yeah, he can drive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, picks him up by his hair. It's like, come on, man, let's go. We'll get many sake. And then they're like, what about the G one? So he's like, oh fuck yeah. So he lets go of his young boy. Comes back to address the crowd. And you see in the background, Shota just fucking stumble and eat shit on the ground. Like he's <laughs> fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he comes back after he's done cutting his promo again. It's like, are you fucking down again? Get up. Come on. So. The first match that he's on after this is him and the young boy tagging together, and I'm so excited. It's really good. <laughs> it's going to be so amazing. Are you still fucking haggard from the match? As well? I hope to God. Uh, like, he's he's going to be out on the ring. He's going to come over to tag him. He's like, no, 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 no. He's just like holding his hand away. He's like, don't do it, don't do it. Grabs his arm, brings it over, manually tags him. Oh, yeah. Oh no, he's just like starts to cry getting in the ring. That's pretty much exactly what I hope happens. Um, <laughs> One of their tag moves is that Ambrose Moxie just fucking throws the guy out of Oh him. god, that'd be great. Pick him up, beat him with the kid. Yeah. Hit a um, motherfucker with another motherfucker. So, in John Moxley's block for the G1 is Toriano, which is the guy, like, he's one of my favorite guys. Um, the, I think the only one that you could recognize from Japan, really, because you don't really watch it all that much. Absolutely not. Yeah. He's the guy who hawks the the DVDs. He's the larger one who like ties people up and like tapes them or uh, fucking he undoes the belt or the uh, the, the turnbuckle, turnbuckle yeah. and just beats them with it. 
Fucking, oh, okay. oh yeah. He's he's amazing. I Slug love him. With bad. Yeah, yeah, he's not good. He's just a comedy wrestler who somehow gets the better of like some of the big guys occasionally in the G1. Yeah. And that's half the reason I love watching the G1 is how Toriano's gonna fucking win. So I want to see John Moxley versus Tariano in just a fucking just a street fight because it's gonna be stupid. He doesn't undoes the turnbuckle. Moxley's already also doing the turnbuckle. Oh, yeah. They look at they each other a just like sword fight with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they get long laces on the end, right? Yeah. I would love to see him undo the turnbuckle, then do like get into a slap fight with them, and come away with him having them tied together, and it just starts like oh my nunchucking them. Well, they're they're tall. Yeah. The the turnbuckle ones are like this big. Oh, like, those, like, that's, yeah, from, I was thinking little WWE pads. Yeah, no, the Japanese ones are like the entire like length of the top to the bottom rope. Okay, yeah. And, All right, so just take it out, hold it with a sword form. Yep. <laughs> they'll get into a sword fight. It's going to be amazing Bushido. <laughs> Chris Jericho does like this bullshit heel character in Japan where he's just pissing off everybody the crowd the cameraman the announcers so he's Chris Jericho so as Chris Jericho has always forever been yeah but like hammed up even further yeah. like I've seen Chris Jericho this is different Chris Jericho oh. and it's great just Chris Jericho advanced yeah yeah. so he undoes the turnbuckle at one Part point two. and he biffs it into the ring announcers and you can hear it make the most satisfying thunk off the head of one of the announcers because <laughs> it captured it in his microphone. Yeah. It was inc- it made for the best part of the entire boom, match. Boom, yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> it's really good. So, yeah. Oh, um, I'd like uh, to see Chris Benoit end up in fucking if, Japan wrestling. Uh, I th- did He's a Benoit, savage little man. Did Benoit do actual fucking Japanese wrestling? That is a good question. I actually can't remember because he, he died. Yeah. <laughs> oh, from Japan? <laughs> from Japan. Actually, no, from a lot of concussions. Then he killed his entire family. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he was a spicy sad. little wrestler. Yeah, uh, too uh, spicy. Concussions and, and the long history caused, uh, you know, some bad... Uh, Neurological damage. Yeah, and when you crush the seeds of a pepper, all the spices, like, that's where the spice is, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. New Japan from 86 to 94. Jesus. That sounds about right. Because that's, I started watching him when he came back from Japan. Yeah, no, he was amazing. Like, from trying, like, not ignoring the horrible, horrible shit that he did of killing yeah. his entire family himself. That oh. can't be ignored. Well, the thing is, it can't be, and there's not an excuse for it, but he's one of those people that. In a lot of professions, these people need help. Yes, and they are not given it, or it's not offered to them. Former soldiers, athletes of all kinds, they're just shafted. Well, especially just as recent as back then, like there was not a lot of support for it. You, you're kind of expected just to be like, yeah, get over it. Nobody knew what the effect of concussions were on the brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he took. Oh, that Will Smith movie. Which which one? Uh, The one where he plays an African doctor who's trying to tell the NFL that concussions are bad. Oh. And he basically gets blackballed, and they shut down and like ruin his life. Christ! Uh, it's it's a drama. Yeah. Like it's it, it's a piece. Uh, it's incredibly good, but holy hell, does it hurt? Yeah. yeah. And then you see what happens, Benoit, fucking Benoit. Yeah. Which is a shame because like if he was still going, he'd probably still well, he probably wouldn't be going too much right now, but he would have been one of my favorite wrestlers because like for a short, stocky man, he was incredible. He had a lot of personality. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like Daniel Bryan, because Daniel Bryan is pretty much new Benoit. 
like just a little guy who wasn't given any opportunity, like the fucking authority. A little, like, he's a little Wolverine, and that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you are not, you don't deserve any of this shit. And then he's like, oh fuck, he just won the Rumble, or he just won Money in the Bank. Well, fuck, and then he just wins the World Title. It's like, oh no, oh shit. And like, it's obviously writing, but like, still, they're believable it's nice characters. To see that. Yeah, I, I just want to see more. He was raised by wolves, and now he's a wrestler. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> Daniel Bryan and bears. He yeah. fucking loves bears. Like anything bear related, this man will go nuts for. Mm-hmm. Guy in a bear suit. Actually, he showed up in. A, he, he was on. I think announce announcing when uh, um, Dean Ambrose showed up in a bear suit and fucked up the Miz and fucking loved it. Uh, loves the bear hug. Just, it's pretty much like he was raised by bears. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fucking Daniel Bryan is incredible. He's pretty much raised by bears, and it's great. But he looks like a goat. So awful. Yeah. Mm. Wrestling is fun when it's fun. Yes. The problem is WWE has not made it fun in the past. No. Eight, you can tell months. when they're just squeezing a franchise yeah. for money, and well, it sucks. They have a Japanese tour coming up soon, right? So, in the last Raw, they teased AJ Styles, who was huge in Japan. He left TNA, went to New Japan and Ring of Honor, and he just made waves. Mm-hmm. He joined up with Bullet Club, which are two guys from Japan. Or yeah. Two American guys went to Japan, and then they, they signed over to WWE. So, now they're teasing them to hang out together because they're going to Japan, uh-huh. even though that's what everybody wants, and they haven't given them that ever. It would be easy writing. Fucking easy wrestling writing. And now they're teasing it because they're going to Japan. And then after they're in Japan, they're just going to fucking kill it like it never existed. Yeah. That's fucking WWE just, in a rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just about to say, that's WWE in general. And that is mostly why I unsubbed. Because they just fucking can't write for shit. Yeah. Well, like, they could. They just don't enable their writers. They, they, in, they go out of their way to quash a lot of things that aren't Vince's pet project. I mean, look at fucking... I don't know, one really missed opportunity that they kind of just rolled with a little bit is, like, the Ellsworth thing, where yeah. he took the money in the bank from the women's division. Well, that's when SmackDown had their own writers. Yeah. That's like, that was that was amazing. But yeah. they also could have pushed any one of those women to say, like, what the fuck? No! And then just fucking kick James Ellsworth's ass and then take the money in the bank. Like, that would have been hype as hell. What we got was also kind of hype as hell. It was because amazing. Becky Lynch was really pissed at the guy for yeah. a while. Like, it made for amusing because, like, people were actually writing for SmackDown. Yeah, now yeah. Vince kind of just takes over anything that comes by and is just shitting all over it. That's yeah. why Dean left, because they were like, all right, now you have to get inoculations because you think the crowd is going to give you diseases, and you have to come out with a pooper scooper at one point. He didn't, and that was pretty much his last fucking straw. I was like, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. Fuck this. You yeah, know, it's just dumb. <clears throat> it's just dumb. And, like, there is a lot of old-school talent that sat around and coached the new guys. Like, you look... There's a lot of guys who came up working with... Knowing The Undertaker as a legend. Oh, yeah. And backstage, as one of the guys on the team, he was always incredible for being this this middleman between Vince's bullshit... Yep. ...and what it meant to be a wrestler. And, and these guys were like, we need this. They don't really have that. Nope. They, there's a the second no... generation of that. Of, like, guys who were taught and shown by him, but it's not the same. No, there's no Lance Storm, there's no Dean Malenko, there's no real Undertaker, there's nothing that, like, you have these legends that you can go to that will work their ass off for you both above and below. So, Mm -hmm. like, they will be in the ring with you if you need to practice, like, a fucking body slam, 
And they'll also go to Vince being like, all right, I think this idea that you're throwing out there is not good. There's nobody really like that anymore. No, like Mick, Undertaker, <clears throat> even Stone Cold was like that for a bit. Yeah. Like there was a whole lot of like these big names. I don't know if The Rock ever got to that point, but like a lot of their front people who have like this family history of wrestling had that influence and they're not there anymore. Nope. And that's why a lot of people are leaving WWE because New Japan gives them offers, AEW is giving them offers, TNA is in the best place And they still have that old style of spirit. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the most important thing. Well, because AEW is built off the back of, um, like, it's it's mostly being run by, like, Cody and the Young Bucks. Um, they don't really have a history, but Cody does, because Cody's dad is fucking Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. The dream. The American dream, right? That guy's a fucking legend. Yeah. He, anybody that's who's... pedigree. Anybody who's good from NXT was taught by Dusty Rhodes, because that guy knows fucking shit. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's going to pass that down to his kids, right? So, I'm pretty sure Dustin... Gold Dust is probably going to be sticking around as like a hedge coach to be the Dusty role, Absolutely. and Cody's going to be the fucking management, and it's going to be great because so far it's been pretty freaking good. I'm surprised yeah. it hasn't really like happened sooner, sooner that they produce That's, it. Like honestly. because honestly, the only way to like you can't squash WWE. It's a slightly larger. Like, They're too big to fail at this point. Yeah, right? but at the same time, if the people watching WWE. <laughs> like wrestling at all and they hear oh we have all of these big names join up to make their own little like network or their own little uh little why is that ringer still on <laughs> their own little thing like all of the hardcore wrestling fans that know what they're talking about or that are just generally fan of good wrestling will swap over and yep. all they're going to get is just like I don't know, shady kids and their families that don't know what they're... Well, yeah. Like, don't know how to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. And I can't really say that, because if you really like seeing Brock Lesnar, then go for it. But if you actually like seeing, no, like... His, his neck makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, he's the money in the bank holder right now. Because he needed that rub, right? Yeah. Yeah, but if you actually like seeing different wrestlers do different things, then, hey, you know where to go now. Yeah. It's either New Japan or this new network, I think, is going to be good. Yeah. This or guy... Like, that's no, just spirit of wrestling type yeah. of thing. A guy left uh, Ty Dillinger, who I really enjoy. Not that great, but he has charisma at the asshole. Told Vince on his way out, like, you're not respecting the intelligence of the people who watch this. Like, if a match happens, the two people going in, you know who's pushed and you know who isn't. You know the outcome of this match. So now you're giving them the opportunity to change the channel, look at their phone, just put, pay attention elsewhere. So what the hell's the point? That's why I like these Japan shit. Like, you don't know who's going to win. You have credibility. Everybody has credibility going into every match. Yeah. Well, like, Funaki has credibility. <laughs> Funaki comes in and you legitimately don't know. All right, he's a joke guy. He's evidently a jobber in the sense that if there's someone who actually wants, like, in the plot, actually wants to advance, he's going to win. But you legitimately don't know which direction is this match going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like Toriyano. Because he's beaten fucking Kenny Omega. Who yep. is honestly one of the best wrestlers in the goddamn world. Because <laughs> it's just like, you don't know how this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't know what bullshit he's going to pull. He taped him up on the outside and let him sit out for the 20 count. What the fuck? <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, like, not only is that unexpected, but it's entertaining to watch. And you're like, alright, so is this going to be serious? Like, is he going to break out? Or are they just rolling with this? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, it would be amazing for him to break out. It'd be amazing for him just to, like, stay there as a very dirty tactic. And it's expected of the guy, so... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you just... I don't know. If you're writing for a show like that, and you're trying to, like, obviously push a couple people, don't have them not lose all the time. Because yeah. I don't give a fuck if they win all the time, going into a match, they could... 
I don't care who they're up against because it's the, okay for the fans to know they're the main character. Yeah. But you can't. The fans can't see them as oh, it's Superman. See, Roman gonna win. Yeah. I can't get behind Roman Reigns because oh, look at him overcome this obstacle and that obstacle. He's been overcoming obstacles for five fucking years now. Yeah. yeah. Granted, one of them was actual cancer, and I'll, I'll give him credit for that for beating that and coming back. Good for yeah. him. But. Yeah, that, that's a, a real writing story. That, that's a real story. <laughs> <laughs> From the writing, it's just what it is. And you can't write sucks. that. Yeah. And that's one thing that I kind of hate about, like, I guess, alternate costumes for wrestlers like Demon Finn Balor. Yeah. Like, every time I see him, it's like, well, all right, we know the thing about this. Yeah. I would like to see, like, I, I think a way to either close the book on Demon Finn or even just make him interesting is have another one, but have it very obvious, like, oh... Uh, fuck, who was that guy? You got this. Oh, no, I can't remember. Bray Wyatt, there, there we go. go. Have Bray Wyatt have, like, uh, I don't fucking care about this whole demon thing and just beat him, just kind of, like, not even clean, but beat him really weirdly. Yeah. Just because he's the type of guy that's, like, he's played up to be this demonic entity type of thing or, like, this cult leader, and he's like, oh, I dealt with demons. Put down Finn Balor, and it's just like, well, how strong is Bray Wyatt now? It just kind of mixes up everything. Yeah. But it, when Demon Finn comes on, it's just 100% guarantee he's going to win. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Like, it's interesting when he comes in, because everyone's like, hype Ooh. on him. Ooh, look at yeah. that. Oh, he's going to win. Oh, is he going to come out as the Demon, or is he going to come out as Finn Balor? Yeah. Like, uh, well, so there's a few big talents, like, back when I used to watch, that were like that. Like, if there was a fight happening, and Undertaker came in... You know he's killing everybody yeah. there. Yeah. But he wasn't involved every <clears throat> week in everything that was going on. No. If he even... showed up as the twist. Yeah. And that's how you use somebody who's undefeatable. You do not use them as your everyday driver. No. You do not drive to work in your McLaren R1. No. You drive <laughs> to work in your Honda, and when this kid goes, hey, want to race? You go... Yeah, I'll be there tonight at 7. And you show up in your supercar and fucking destroy him. Yeah, yeah. when Demon Kane just pops out of the ring and pulls a guy underneath, that's mm. a good way to, like, do the whole, oh, it's supernatural thing. Yeah. 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 Which was entertaining. And then after that, they kept feeding Kane to random people. And it's like, well, now Kane has no credibility. I was in it. Like, you use Kane like a spice. You don't fucking just... In the pan, yeah. you bring him out every so often, and it's like, oh fuck, I didn't see that coming. Like when he first came back, when I was watching again, he pulled Seth Rollins through the ring. I was like, shit, yeah, <laughs> shit, yeah, that's incredible, fuck yeah. And then he jobbed for three months, and then he jobbed for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah, and there's the mayor of fucking somewhere. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a grail war. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's the neutral ending. There we go. I am, yeah, so... <laughs> that's, that's, that's what he did. He went off, became the mayor somewhere, now he's fighting for his true wish. Yeah. So... <laughs> I'm a puddle of a man. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking warm. Uh, I just came out of a kitchen. Yeah, we, we've gone way over time. That's why I cranked the AC all the way here, because, poof, we were going to be damp. And I am thick with fucking, just, stick. Dummy thick. Clap of my ass cheeks, alerted the bees. <laughs> the bees? Oh, have you not seen that? What? No, <laughs> Is that Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, that was the Winnie the Pooh voice actor. Brilliant. No, oh my god. No, I am... No, we need to go. We need to fucking go, though. I am just uncomfortable. How uncomfortable are you? Scale 1 to 10. Um... Honestly, it'd be worse if I wasn't wearing underwear, which I usually aren't. 